The Bowenheads Football and Netball Club and the Beach House of Bowenheads are very proud to bring you episode 18 of The Tree on the Wing. If there is any part of the Seagulls fabric that best personifies what the aims and the values of the club should be, it is undoubtedly the Netball Club. Though not part of the club for the whole of its 100 year existence, they've more than caught up in their significance to the place. They easily outstrip the footballers in premierships and league best and fairest winners, and the contribution they have made to the culture of the club could not possibly be overstated. From the inception of the Ballerine League, netball has always been at the heart of its success and remains central to the community that our club represents as well. From the very early days of the club, Robin Pallon has thrown herself into the netball club and played the game with enormous passion. She was enticed to the club by her husband Steve and for well over 20 years, in a number of different competitions, Robin represented Bowen Heads and was as influential off the field as she was on it. In 1993, her hard work was recognised when she was awarded the club's first Netball Life membership. She was a member of the first of the club's famous five-in-a-row A-grade premierships, and she represented the club at the Masters level as well. With more than 350 games in Ballerine's senior-level netball, she is in a very elite group at the top of the club's games count, and definitely fits the bill to be held up as a legend at Bowen Heads. We hope that you will enjoy our conversation with Robin Pelham. Alright, we're recording. G'day ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Tree on the Wing. I am Teddy Donnell and I'm at the Beach House in Barwon Heads. Again, that's two in a row that we've managed to bring off from the Beach House. So, COVID has kept at bay for long enough. I'm joined at the beach house tonight by the man who helped me find my phone. I couldn't find it before and I had to get him to ring it. I knew it was somewhere but I didn't know where it was. Russell Nipper Highland. G'day Nipper and thanks for your help with that. Good evening Teddy. Um, you didn't answer me the first time I rang you. Um, That's because the phone was lost. Yes. And I uh, oh, it was in the car. Yeah, but we found the phone we and it's great to be at the beach house. It is. On a Tuesday night. Got a park almost out the front tonight, which is a bonus. Yes. You wanted to got here 15 minutes earlier. There was no parks anywhere. Well, now, that, that was the thing. I was, I'm usually running earlier than what I was tonight. Yes. I was running a bit late and got a park. So well, I got I'm here early thinking I'll get thing. a park, and I didn't get a park because you know what happens across the road? I looked in the window across the road. There was more hair than I've certainly ever seen in my mirror in, <laughs> in that shop across the road. And the, who's got enough hair to have to get it done on a Tuesday <laughs> night at 7 o'clock? Unbelievable. Mm. Wouldn't happen in my day. Certainly no. didn't. No. Oh, well. Now, Nipper, what part of the Bowenheads Football and Netball Club have we neglected so far in this podcast? Well, we've covered off the women's football and the men's football. We've had players from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, 2000s and 2010s. Exactly. We've had presidents. We've had life members. We've had just about everything. We've had former juniors. Yes. Um, we haven't really touched base with any of the netballers, though, we have we? We haven't done netball. 
No. And netball is at least half the club. And if you exactly. count the junior girls and the many, many players that have gone through the club in the past, it's probably more than half the club. Mm, very and, important part of the club too. And I was going to say, and if you look at the silverware, it's certainly more than half the silverware. Yes, It's been exactly. a very successful part of the of the footy and netball association, associated clubs. And it's um, we spoke about it with Cornsy last week. It's also, and deliberately, a very big part of the fabric of Ballerine. Yep. And so tonight we have with us somebody who is a number of those things that you mentioned before. Mm. A life member, certainly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've got a funny feeling she was probably the first netballer to become a life member. Ooh, Perhaps not okay. the first woman, but I reckon the first lo- uh, netballer. Yeah, okay, well, we'll ask her about that. She's um, been a coach and a player, premiership player. Yes. <coughs> yes, yeah. premiership player, of course. You've been around that long. You've, yeah, you've gone you've sneak one especially, in. Well, especially in, or two. in a very successful club as they have been. And her name's Robin Pelham. G'day, Rob, and Hi. welcome to the Tree on the Wing. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you here, Robin. Fantastic. We've really wanted to have netball. Now, in our own defence, and it has been a, a bit remiss of us that we haven't had more netball, but in our own defence, we have asked quite a number of netballers if they'd be involved. And it would appear that some of them are quite shy. Mm. And um, unlike Russell and I, and unlike some of the footballers, although we, are, we have had a few footballers who are shy, our current president was a little bit shy until we actually got him on to talk about something he was comfortable talking yes. about. Yeah, that's right. Which was not himself, unfortunately. We would have loved to I'd love to chat with him more about himself. Anyway, it's really good to have netball as part of it's obviously a huge part of our club and of Ballerine, as I said. And Robin's been a massive part of the netball club for a very, very long time. Probably uh, since its inception into the Ballerine and she might be able to enlighten us about what happened before the Ballerine, hopefully, because we're going to ask her about it. I hope no. you've got answers to that. <laughs> yeah. well, so welcome welcome aboard, Robin. Thank you. You already yeah. said that, Teddy. Yes, I know. But I want to say it, make no, people feel clarify. really welcome. Yeah. Now, Rob, you've been given some homework, mm. and the homework was to come up with the icebreaker, which is two truths and a lie which uh, most of our listeners will be familiar with, but, um, and I think you are. So I'm just going to play a little bit of music, Nipper, because I like, to, I like this. You guys can't hear this, but I can. Mm. And I like to play a little bit of music so as it's, people know that it's about to come up. So, Rob, go ahead. Okay, well, um, I played um, over 350 games for Barwon Heads in the Ballerine Comp um, over 27 years from 1979 to 2005. Originally, I played as a goaler. I had an impressive strike and percentage rate. 
in that that position on the court. And then in um, the year 2000, I played in the World Masters Games in Melbourne along with four other players from Barman Heads, which was a pretty exciting time. Whoa. So you make it pretty easy for us with that one, Rob, <laughs> I reckon. Oh, it was pretty. And the, re- the reason for it is because that's something we'd like to talk to you about, so <laughs> you're going to have to give it up. But it might be a lie and you might have to give it up there too. So... Actually, they're pretty good. How are you going with them, Nip? Mm. No, I don't know. Too easy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm very cynical. Are you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we've got a back, bit more thought. Back, printed on my back. Yeah, five minutes into the show last time, Cornsy just told us straight just out. Just told us one of them straight up. Yeah, <laughs> I just asked him. Yeah. <laughs> he told me. Bang. <laughs> so we might try to get it out of here. Oh, yeah. Well, if the, if the last one's true, we're going to have to talk about it because it's fantastic. Yeah, well, it's, it was yeah. amazing. Oh, there yeah. you Can go. I ask one question? Yeah. Who were the four other Bowen Hits players? Um, no, 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 leave it, leave it to later because it might not be true. Yeah. No, 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 don't. It's not fair to try and trick them out of it. It's, it was easy with Cornsy, but we've got, to, we've got to be a bit fair with Robin. We'll wait to the end and we'll talk about that when we get to the end. Can't knock me for trying. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> So, Robin, the first question we always ask everybody is how did you end up at the Bowen Heads Football and Netball Club? How did you end up down here? What's your, what's your history? And when. And when, yes. And when, oh. wow. Well, that would have been about um, 1976, I reckon. Um, a girlfriend and I moved to Ocean Grove in a share house there and um, had a ball. Uh Met up with Steve, of course, and then he um, used to um, always talk about Bowen Heads and the footy club and how great it was and the netball there, um, which I'd already heard anyway in Geelong that the Ballerine Comp was really starting to become a really full-on um, excellent competition for netball and also the great social outlet that it had as well. So Were you playing netball in Geelong? Yes, then? yeah, I played netball in Geelong then, yeah. yeah. Who, who were you playing with? Um, originally I played with Jewel Netball Club as a young teenager and then um, later on, oh, I forget their name. I'll think of it. Mm. Okay. There was a lot of, there was not so yeah. much football-based netball teams, was there, in those days? It was more just no, sort of social wasn't. groups yeah, and so friends so and that. And my sisters played in a competition called Unity. Unity, mm. that's where I played. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK, yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah, so at Kidinia Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 out in the cold. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was great fun too. But, well, yeah, I, I heard about Ballerine Comp and how fantastic it was and that Standard was really good and, you know, I was always loving the sport, so... Great. ...wanted to compete with it, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So when you when you met Steve, it wasn't at the Ocean Grove Footy Club when he was spray-painting seagulls on the brick wall? No, no, we, we were actually no. living down the road when he did that. Oh, so, yes. yeah, OK. That was one of the most famous things. Don't you remember? It wasn't even spray-paint. I'm not joking. For at least 25 years... <laughs> Out the front of the old rooms at Ocean Grove, the change rooms, the white brick wall had painted seagulls. Well, and young Steve had gone in there with a tin of paint and a paintbrush and 
painted seagulls there and nobody painted over it for a long time. Well, we lived um, 150 yards, I suppose, 150 metres up the road and he'd had a couple and um, decided that he was going to go for a bike ride with a tin of paint. And, of course, he's spilling half of it he's going, so there's tread of paint all the way along to the... Yeah, anyway... A few and evil eyes the next day at and Ocean Grove. Yeah, like when they followed the paint trail back to your place. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't well, hard to pick. It was, it was funny, that. I it just, was hilarious. I just still can't and believe it. And it was. It was there for years It was there for years, years and years and years. And all it took was someone to paint over it and you wouldn't have known about it. But no, it stayed there. And where did you think he was going with a, on a bike with a can of paint? Oh, well, I've probably given up. I'm not quite sure. I just sort of <laughs> <laughs> went with the flow. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. So what, um, who were who the people around netball in Bowen Heads when you came over in, in, you know, the early to late 70s and that sort of thing? Who, what people were involved? Well, there was the Shella family. Oh, yeah. yeah the Shella girls. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, the Marshmans, of course, Christine yes. and Leanne and... Yep, um, yeah. All the local type girls, I Joanne suppose. Joanne Scheller, of course. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Inglefield. Yeah. Yeah. I know Hosking was... Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just interesting because there's sort of... You know, we talk about the early 70s in football and they say John O and White O and Chooker and all that sort of thing. And I was thinking similar along the lines of netball and I'm thinking... I don't know, there really wasn't any household names until yours truly came along, you know, and no, people okay. go, who's, you know, if, if you spoke about the early really good netball players at Bowen you'd obviously be one of them, but before that it was just sort of, you know, I suppose the only interest I had in it was the local girls that were playing, you know, the shallow girls and, as you say, the Marshmans and um, all that sort of thing. But, and, of uh, course, when I joined the club... Um the uh, Egan girls oh, yeah. and, yeah. and yep. Um, yep. shepherds, the shepherds yep. and Janie Allen. They were all fifteen-year-olds, yep. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That round about the year they would have Trish, been. Trish. Trish was that age, um, yeah. a youngster. Yeah. yeah. My sisters all rolled through. Yeah. Rolled through at different times. Then after 1976, we, yeah. we got here then, and I, I think the two younger ones weren't old enough. But Anne was playing round about then, and oh God, she would have been. Ten, so mm. I don't know what, what what was the pathway for a ten-year-old girl to play netball in those well, days. Well, there wasn't too much, I don't no, think. No, no. I, they could play under. I think they had under thirteen teams. Yeah, under, I reckon it was really similar. Under to 40. fifteen, yeah. perhaps an under seventeen, maybe not the under thirteens. I really can't quite remember yeah, no, whether can they had them. Yeah, but we struggled as much with netball teams as the football club did mm. at that stage yeah. with the youngsters. When you first got to the club, what was the structure of the place? Did they, they had their own president for a long time, didn't they? And their, and their own committee and their own we treasurer did. and raised their own money, which they used for their own purposes yeah. for a long time. Yeah, we did. Um, and then um, we became incorporated. In fact, I was quite involved with that with Alan Fry and I forget who else, but Alan and I mostly did that incorporation but I'm pretty much sure at that stage the finances and that all yeah remained in club with the netball club I'm not sure whether they do these days or not because Alan Alan we had Alan on the show and he he spoke to us about that sort of thing and about how I think um 
there may have even been three fields of revenue coming into the club because Bonnie certainly ran her own ladies' committee. Yeah. And then yep. the netballers ran their own committee. Yeah. And then the footy club ran their own committee and to become incorporated, which was really done for insurance purposes yeah. so yeah. that you can insure the, insure right, the players because yeah. you had to be an incorporated body. Alan had to have some pretty difficult conversations with a few people mm. around getting them to um, give up some of that that status i guess yeah. As, yeah. as being president of something the power yeah, the and i, I, I think a lot of along with bonnie because bonnie would have been a little bit younger than we all remember her then but um you know your um your hilda watsons and your ollie Blyes and those sort of things were the ladies committee and um and they were pretty much the ladies committee for every club in the town for the, yeah, the yeah, ball and the cricket club right. and the fire brigade ladies yeah, committee it was yeah, the same ladies the same sort of there. Ladies. Well, yeah. there weren't that many ladies in the town really no. were there no in those days and and so do you remember who the who the president of the cl- of the netballers was back in those days no i don't unless it was one of the shellers yeah yeah i really okay. I, my earliest really recollections don't. are Robin Taylor was very heavily involved. Yeah, Robin on. was very yeah. heavily involved. That was a little bit later on, further down the yeah. track. Yeah, yeah, um, she mm. was. Mm. And you came in and started playing A grade netball yes, straight yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. How long did you play A grade netball? Did, and did you did you have the the fall through? The, you know the the lady who stays. I've got a, um, one of one of the Dangerfield girls is very good friends with my wife. She only stopped playing two years ago. She's in her fifties at Anglesey, and she played A grade, then B grade, and then C grade, and then D grade, and went away and had kids, and then come back and won a league best and fairest in D grade at fifty something. Wow! So, yeah, there's. A, did you do that? Did you go back through the grades? And um, after um, after the first child, yeah, I, I slipped back to B grade, but well, that was good. It was great actually, and then. Then played A grade most of the time, um, barring an injury. One one year I was pretty much out with an injury, and then another year with the next the next, next child. But, yeah. um, the last couple of years I played a few games in B grade. One year in B grade, and then up to A grade again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, which oh, was that's pretty. That's pretty a good. Um, a long tenure of. At the top, staying at the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. They had a bit of representative netball around the time too, didn't they? Did you play much of that? Yeah, I did. I yep. played heaps of um, heaps with the um, masters with yeah. the ballerine. Not yep. so much. Um, I did play some rep teams as a junior and, yep. and as a younger um, in Geelong as yeah. a younger person. But um, yeah, heaps of the rep teams for the masters. Uh, one year we won it, I think, in the state championships, which was fantastic. Once again, about three or four players from Bowen Hez were represented in that team. Oh, cool. Yeah, That's it was really fantastic. Good. And one of the um, successful eras in the netball, I mean, the netball club's been very successful over a long period of time, but I think it was sort of around the mid-90s sort of thing, either side of that. Yep. Um, five premierships in a row, was it? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Did you play in any I of I was involved with the first one. Oh, right, yeah. okay. And yeah. then um, did a child come along around about that time? No, it? no, I was getting pretty close to 50 and mm. I was just a bit nippled out. Yeah, no, fair uh, enough. I was, uh, yeah, I was very competitive and I found it 
I didn't like it when I couldn't keep up with the uh, best yes. of them yeah. very much. So yeah, but that was a good. Yeah. There was some, there were some great players running around then for Bowen Heads, obviously. Oh, fantastic players! Yeah. yeah. So name a few of those. Well, Helen Wallace would have to be one yeah. of the standouts. Fran Forsyth, of course, brought so much knowledge and yep. uh, other players to to the club, yeah. which then helped get them there to yeah. that grand final. Uh, Debbie Lee, of course, we oh, all remember yeah. Debbie. Right. Remember Debbie? Debbie she yeah. was um, Deb. she was great fun, wasn't she? She was great yeah. fun and also a, a great player. Yeah, tall and athletic, and um, Kath Canolan. I mean, there yeah. was some. Fantastic players, Junior, the Watsons, you know, they were all really good players. Didn't really, didn't really have that, um, wanna, what is it, what do you call it? Killer instinct? The killer instinct. They were so lovely, though. Funny, Rachel was pretty, she used to get fired up. I was going to say, if any of them was Rachel, (laughs) Rachel was pretty competitive. I was talking to Rachel only a couple of weeks ago. Um, She was down in Bowenheads for her mother's, 91st birthday, which was a 90th, 90th celebration, celebration on a yeah. 91st birthday. Anyway, and look, I've grown up with Rachel, I've known her for years. I actually went to her and Sam's wedding in Noosa 20-odd years ago. I never realised how tall she is. Yeah. She towered over me last time I was talking to her. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we're rare. You know, it's, it's good to be athletic, which all the Watson girls were. They were. Um, but to be as tall as Rachel, you know, on a netball court's... Um, Amazing, but uh, they all were really good players, yeah. She was, she was a, gr- a really good runner too. Yes, yeah, yes. I remember John Brady running fundraisers, yeah, I know, running fundraisers to get... Organising fundraisers. To get Rachel money to go to, I don't know what, uh, yeah, some athletic. Track and field yeah. athletics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course, as Brady... Well, that was John John's pretext of well, getting yeah, some money. Well, yeah, that's right, he was getting money, <laughs> whether Rachel ever saw any of it, God yeah. rest his soul, John... <laughs> But um, yeah, John used to John as he used to do, spruked her as the, the next Bowen the next Bowen Heads Olympian. Yes. And I said to him once, "Who was the last <laughs> Bowen yeah. Heads Olympian?" And he said, "Haven't you heard about Haven't you heard my story about the Olympics?" No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I still haven't heard it because I didn't believe that it was possible. Yeah, but so there was some. There was a lot of good local talent around. Yeah. yeah, Karen Firth, she was another one yeah. that was um, an another tall one talent. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very tall. Great names from the past too, and a lot of them, you, you know, you still see them around from time to time. They mm. get down all the girl. A lot of those girls you're talking about were at the last past players day. Um, okay, I was having a great chat late into the night with Fran and yep. Kath Kelly. Were, yeah, Kath was also another gun. They were yeah. they were enjoying themselves, and um, oh, I think uh, they, they might be on the hit list to uh, <laughs> get onto the show at some stage. Well, or they'd another. be the ones to um, ask about all the the premierships. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, the other thing the netball club I always remember being very good at is the social side of things. And we I'd, did like to celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> celebrations, and I just used to always love when. The netball club would organise something at the footy club like a cocktail night. And, you know, it was just buckets of cocktail. And I didn't realise at the time that you had to share the buckets and, get, you know, just no. take a glass out of them. I thought I reckon, was... I reckon one of the, one of the cocktail nights there was, some, there was a blue cocktail that was coming out of a plastic rubbish bin. 
Yeah, I remember rubbish bins full. And they used to have rubbish bins full of cocktails at the footy club, yeah. and they had buckets full of them yeah. at the cricket the ru- club. So the it wasn't as big was, affair. The rubbish bin was lined <laughs> with a rubbish bag, yeah. so it didn't leak. Yes. I, I don't know what the story was there. But, God, oh. they knew how to celebrate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You must have seen some some really great players other than the ones you played with that have played because you've 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 stuck around the, the netball and kept kept your eye on it. I see you. Um, you, you still go down and have a look? Uh, yeah, not so much the netball so much anymore. Um, I guess having boys and you know, all your interest goes to, to watching the them and yeah, working all the time. So, you know, your time's pretty focused. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few games of netball. When my sisters were playing and when my girlfriends were playing, different girlfriends that I had that played netball, I used to go. But They play in the same norm, time? Norm, no. no um, normally I'd... My sister, one of my sisters might have played in the team. No, I was talking about your girlfriend's <laughs> playing the same no, team. No, um, no, <laughs> never. So, yeah, we didn't get to see much of the netball. And, and to be perfectly honest, we wouldn't know a great netballer uh, from another by watching the game, really, would we? Well, well speak for yourself. I played a bit of netball, so did so you. So did I. Um, I. I reckon I played more netball than you. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, did you know that Nipper and I both played netball? No, at competitively, I didn't. yes. We had, we had what a, in a mixed team or? No, no, we had a we had a men's team. It was from we all played footy together. Yeah. And we got a men's team called the Barwon Heads Bobcats, <laughs> and we played indoors in Geelong. And there was myself, Teddy, and Garth Stacey, Max Scheller, my brother David. Uh, Tony Lopezanski. Tony Lopezanski. Dottie played a bit too. Phil Dot, yes. I think. I Russell Mowat. I may Mowat. have heard about that. Yes, yeah. Russell Mowat. And we went on tour to Warnable one weekend for a, oh, okay. for a round robin tournament. Apparently, I'm a little bit vague about that because um, that was back in the days when the trains had a bar on them, and apparently the bar had been emptied on the train by the time we got to Colac. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, so. those little bottles of scotch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun playing. Netball. We were we were reasonably successful. Well, we weren't allowed to take alcohol on our interleague. Mm. Oh, really? Round yeah. robins. Yeah, I bet you took plenty on your netball trips, though. Um, we used to take it anyway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weren't allowed but it was to. Doesn't mean the rules. Yeah, weren't allowed to. Doesn't mean didn't. Yeah, no, that's fair call. Yeah, fair call. yeah, we, we um, and I yeah, we, I played a bit of fair bit of mixed netball too over at um. Drysdale there for a while we had um, a team with I can't even remember the name it was myself and Tim Donnell and Matt Walter played and we had Kath Donnell in the side and Lynn Winter and Karen Googe and I can't remember who the other female would have been I reckon I played in that team a couple of times filling in yeah it, uh, it was good fun yeah no it was, it was good, good we, fun we, I used to play at um, Ocean Grove too in a team with um, Melanie Kiwi, yeah, and I reckon, Mel. and I reckon Amanda Small might have gone around in that in that team as well. Mm. There's a, f- a few of the, the girls that you would have seen come up through the juniors who yeah. ended up playing at quite a high level at Barn Heads. They're well. all a lot younger than you, Teddy. Yes, all those girls. Yes, they yeah. are. But, but they, I could play. I was a, they needed men because it was a mixed comp, and I could play. Oh. So. Yeah, they knew the rules. They let me. Well, yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> sort of, sort of. Yeah. It no, it's, it's a good thing about netball. Um, 
Robin was just showing us some photos of a netball match between the men and the women of the football club, and that was a great thing about netball, that you could combine the two on the field, on the court, quite easily, and they are some absolutely hilarious shots of some... Great no, famous people from the past in dresses. I don't know if you get away with some of that now. <laughs> mm, perhaps not. Perhaps well, not. you know, you could see that, you know, well, I don't know whether Desi well, had something. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I don't know right, whether Desi had something stuffed down the front of his shirt or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're a bit pointy for them not to be. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know, might have been cold. <laughs> Uh, yes, but no, it was always always good fun with the netballers after the game, and uh, obviously they were very successful too. So it's a great part of the club. You touched Robin on watching your boys play footy. Um, no doubt, you would be a very proud mother of your two boys and their football careers. And um, Mark played in a premiership team in the under 18s, didn't he? That's right, yeah. he did. Yeah, he was uh, he was a budding young champion and. Mm. Um, I think Billy's running around as captain of the reserves at the moment. So uh, You're doing very, very nicely. Thank yeah, you. Uh, yes. good to watch. He's had a few runs in the seniors from time to time, but he's um, he's, he's turning into a great clubman and a great person, and uh, and a pretty fair footballer. So uh, I can understand how he could sit back and watch that quite comfortably. Um, they do go all right, both of them. Hmm. Mm. And of course, your husband was a half decent footballer too. Yeah, so he tells you. So tell he tells me. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he did play in a premiership team, Bowenhead. A couple, maybe, did he? Yeah, I'm not too sure how many. Yeah, but uh, he was definitely he was definitely around. I remember reading a big write up about him um, that he was an important part of Bowenhead's push to win the '74 Grand Final. There was a big big man around the ground and that sort of thing. So, yes. uh, yeah, he was certainly okay. mentioned. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll pull it out somewhere. Okay. It was in the you yeah. know the, the write up before the game. Who was who were the important players? And they mentioned you know quite prominently that um, he will be very important. Um, yeah, because he played for a long time. He did a lot around the club. Uh, he was also on the committee for a long time. And yes, he and was. Yeah. Yeah. Alan and yeah. Mick Walters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve Walters. and Mick. Yeah, they were like. Yeah. Uh, like Heckle and Jekyll were the two of them. One, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they did a lot of work, particularly in those times when there wasn't a lot of people putting their hand up to help out and do anything. So, uh, and and how many of the, how many of the pr- you just played in the one premiership, one A yeah. grade premiership? Yeah. And was that the only premiership you managed? Yes, to we were runners up. In? I think runners up. Yeah, we yeah. Were runners up, and we made it to the prelim. Yep. One year, but and yeah. Other years. Mm-hmm. But you would have played plenty of finals. Plenty of uh, finals, other yeah. Times. yeah. Yeah. I mean they're great they're great times, they're great memories to have with, with the groups of girls that you go through with and have those teams. Do, do you have um, reunions of those of those groups? Some of those would be a fair while ago now. Played. Um, past players day, yeah, yeah. that type so, of thing. So it's just a part yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not as far, not as far as I'm aware. Anyway, yeah, no. they they might. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and you still see those girls regularly. I haven't seen Debbie Lee for a long time. She's no, no Debbie's Debbie's in Western Australia. Well, Helen Wallace and, yeah. and Julie Williamson. We yeah. catch yeah. up every now and then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's still there's still a lot of them from your era and that sort of thing yeah. in town. 
yeah, you know, it's living exactly. in town. So, um, Tony Allen. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you Margie were, Pocock. Yes, great Margaret. Yep, she was a she's a character, wasn't she? She is. Did indeed. she play netball? She did. She played in I think one of the finals. I don't know oh. that they won it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I always remember her playing tennis, Marg. She was a she was a very dedicated tennis, tennis player. player. Yeah, yeah. She played a lot with my mother, and um, yeah, I always remember Marg playing tennis. Um, but yeah, I can't. Exactly remember playing netball. Having said that, I didn't really go and watch the netball. Yeah, well I don't walk past the court. And, um, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and when we go down and have a look at the, at the netball facilities that are at the footy club now, um, a bit like the footy football facilities, although the playing surface at the footy is pretty much what it was when we played, but the other facilities, all of these facilities at the netball are vastly different to what they were in your day. Absolutely, just, yeah, we, yeah. We had some photos, but just describe what, what you actually used to Well, originally on. when I first came there, there were two tennis courts and one netball court. Uh, the cooch was all growing in up the sides. Um, none of the fences, the fences were all in disrepair with big holes and, you know, how that yeah. the, the fences sort of yeah. spring out. So it was pretty, um, pretty ordinary. Um, we were lucky enough, uh, I'm not quite sure what year, but we applied for a council grant and we were lucky enough to get it um, with the help of John Firth. He was a fantastic help and Glenda Werrett from um, the Ballerina District yes. um, Committee. Yes. Um, and, yeah, we, we managed to get the two courts, which were then later, I think, Sometime a few years ago, declared one of the worst courts in the competition. Oh, but you know, at the time, it was pretty amazing to get those two brand yeah. new courts, and gradually they got the fences up and and shelter. And a never, little bit of shelter, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was never any shelter. No, there, never any yeah. shelter. And and I, and I reckon there was, you know, the the holes where they would put the posts to put the tennis net up. On the court, you know, because over yeah. summer they'd be playing tennis on them. Yeah, and, and they used to have yeah. a steel cap yeah. that flopped mm. in on them, or they yeah. or they just pulled, maybe, they yeah, didn't put much over them. Yeah, because yeah. not we did play okay, those photos that you had. Occasionally, we did play the girls against the boys down there. Mm. And when the Bobcats did first started playing, I think we might have had a run against a couple of girls' too, teams yeah. just to yeah. give us a run through and see how we went and. Um, we, we thought we were going to be fantastic at netball and then we went into Geelong and there'd been blokes that, there were blokes in Geelong who'd been playing netball for 15 years yeah there was blokes <laughs> in Geelong that were taking it seriously too yeah that's it? right we weren't <laughs> taking it particularly seriously that's true yeah um, yeah so those netball courts were yeah they were pretty declared pretty unsafe weren't they mm. you wouldn't have wanted to even play tennis on them yeah because it was uh, basically that's the back in the day before netball was involved in it. That's that's the pocket you're talking about where the tent was, wasn't it? Yeah, I Down think that's there. what Dad said. Yeah, Dad yeah. said that flat area there was a there was a you know, in the fifties or something, a canvas type of tent that they used as change rooms. Okay. In that, and when you think about it, it's probably the only flat spot mm. around you know, around the ground. So yeah, it would have yeah. been something there and the convenience of the uh, Toilet block or laundry next to it, which um, was probably built there in about eighteen thirty. Um, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you you would have had to um, compete too, also with the odd football coming onto the netball. Court. Oh yeah, it's a few footies came on. Yeah, yeah. still happens. Yes. Yeah, actually it does, doesn't yeah, it? Still happens. Yeah. It's always a bit exciting, isn't it? Nathan Brown <laughs> that let, managed to land one on the netball courts a couple of weeks ago, mm. and I remember I remember uh, a game when we played um, Anglesey, and Ian Lutus, mm-hmm. I reckon he landed one on the on the netball court from somewhere around about the tree on the wing. It oh, was wow. an absolutely roosted one. Really? And it, oh yeah, and and yeah, I've, I've actually heard of. Um, girls being hit by, by balls coming onto the court. So, uh, Tim said that I think they're putting a net up. All oh, right, they're going to put a net up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. After mm. um, probably next year, that's part of their funding for lights and the scoreboard and a big net to go behind the behind the thing to stop the balls going on the netball courts. Things have certainly improved. But they have they? improved. Mm. That's exactly yeah. right, Robin. Yeah. It's fantastic. This I mean, uh, it was very facilities I mean, that yeah. they have. Because back in those days, I mean, you would have done a lot of fundraising, a lot of work we to did. raise money, mm. Mm. and just to get things like bibs, yeah. and, and to help help girls out with um, buying socks and, mm, and stuff that's like right. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and even even the game of netball has have there been some rule changes in netball um, over the years? Because I remember, I vaguely remember when I first started playing that you weren't allowed to throw the ball with one hand. Is that, a, is that no. S- no. something that all no. made no. up or learned somewhere no. else? That oh, was okay. what Max used to tell you because he didn't like it thrown to him hard. <laughs> Stop I would have been in trouble hand. anyway. I was yeah. always had that two-handed Stop. pass. I was really a one-handed one. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah. and, oh, oh, I just got to ask these questions, and it's, it's going to give things away, Robin. Where did you play most of your netball? What position did you play? Um, earlier on, I played as a goaler, um, but mostly in the back line. Yeah, yeah. So goal, goal defence, goalkeeper, wing, wing defence. Wing defence. Yeah. Yeah, I was a menace apparently. Yeah, menace. Mm. Okay, menace. There you go. We've got a menace. Well, you you know the local bloke who's called the menace, wouldn't you? Um, He's a very good friend of young Bill's, Sean O'Leary. Oh, okay. He's commonly (laughs) referred. They they just simply call him the menace, Shawnee. Menace. I I think I probably knew that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So when you stop playing. For Bowen Heads and your Masters, yeah. Did you continue with your Masters netball beyond that, or did you no. basically stop? No, I so basically So you were playing stopped. Masters as is, is that common? Um, yeah. Though, so the Masters was sort of a a set thing that was done a little bit like interleague teams done. So it wasn't all all year through. Yeah. But um, yeah. of course, most of the um, most of the girls played in Geelong anyway. Um, for Bowen Heads teams, of a Monday night was the the, the, the competition to mm. go to, mm. and we did quite well on um, court one, yeah. which was uh, meant to be the the best the, the one competition. In the, the one in the middle, the one in the middle was that court one. Uh, Where's that at? Where are you talking? Ah, uh, no, were you the, at that park? was um, the life be in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I don't know what yeah. they call it now. Yeah. It's There's a parquetry else. court there. One of the, is it? Yeah, yeah there is now. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it's still called life be in it. Is it? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. It was called something else. Colonial Centre, I reckon it was called oh, God. when we played there. Okay. 
Okay. So there you go. Or, or it may have been called the Pyramid Centre. And then Colonial took over Pyramid. Just in behind Vic Road, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And Crown Street. And, and the best comp was played on Court 1 and Bowen Heads was part of that, were we? Yeah, we did have quite a few teams go yeah. in there mm. on Monday night. It was great. Yeah. Mm. So there's a lot of netball, isn't it? Like oh, it's for tra- sure. Training and playing and playing on Saturday. And That's right. I guess it's not as gruelling as a game of footy. I mean, you yeah. couldn't put in two games of footy like that a week and no. still train. But, um, yeah, we're still full on. And then down to the breakwater on the way home? There was the odd traveller on the way home at the break, the best coldest beer in Geelong. Yeah, it is. It has been for a long time and still is, I believe. Yeah, we used to, the barman used to keep it open for us. Yeah, we, um, used, to, he, we used to tell him what time we were playing next week. Oh, did so you? So if we had a late game, he, he wouldn't lock up on us. We were, uh, yeah, and we, we were getting plates of sandwiches too, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were getting plates of sandwiches when we get back. We were, right? we we were, were spoiled, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty solid solid hit out for, you know, you know, seven or eight blokes after a game of netball on a, was it a Monday or a Tuesday, I reckon? Monday, Monday. we played. Yeah, it was Monday. Monday. It was during Monday. footy season. Yeah, it was so, certainly during footy season. Yeah, Monday, netball, Tuesday, football. Wednesday, we had a night off the grog. Thursday footy, Friday footy, Saturday footy, and then Sunday recovery day. Yeah. Back into the netball Monday. <laughs> yeah. Friday, was it? Says that new song go? Friday, it's Friday night. Oh. It's Sunday, Sunday, what? <laughs> the show's always better when you sing, Russ. <laughs> Not? No, nah, no. <laughs> yes. All right, we're going to have to. We're we're going to have to go to your two truths and a lie, Robin, and because we're, we're, we're eking them out of you now and it's really not fair because there's some pretty good stories there. Um, th- obviously, well, Nipper, which one do you think was a lie? Because we're going to have to talk about this stuff. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I always pictured Robin as a defender on the netball court so when she said she was a goaler I thought I've got that wrong I thought she was a defender but then I had a look at the other two and I thought you know you you played for 26 years Um, you'd have to play over 350 games given that you had a couple of injuries and a couple of children so yeah that's that's pretty right timeline and the world masters games with four other bow and heads players um you don't make that stuff up so yeah you're lying you're a defender yeah she did say that she was earlier in her career she was a goaler and she actually did say that she did say she had a very very impressive yes so i'm calling that that's bullish yeah yeah it was rate, pretty obvious, wasn't it? The strike rate was not plus 90. Right. No, no. Even if I think there'd be a few goal. people having no, a bit well, of a laugh to hear yeah. that one. <laughs> but, but it's funny, though, because that's probably one of the easier ones we've had as opposed to Dylan Holland's one, where Dylan Holland told us three truths and no lies. Yeah, oh. where, where, where we said to him, oh, well, that must be the lie, and he goes, no, 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 that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> that I think about so, it. So, yeah, Dylan, I'll stuff this he, up, haven't I? He goes, oh, I haven't told a lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too honest, couldn't tell a lie. Um, so 350 games, that's a lot of netball. 
Yes, it was, yeah. Well, just there were plenty more, too. Four Barwon heads, buddy, yeah, in, uh, yeah, Monday in the Monday night. Monday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that's, yeah. And, and for all that time, so um, pretty much even from back in the 70s, still still pretty going much, into Geelong. Yeah, pretty and, much. And playing yeah. in that. Gee whiz. That's yeah. a lot. That is a lot loved of Loved it, it, you know. Yeah. Passionate about it, yeah, I yeah. guess, for a, for a long what time. What is it that you love about the game so much, Rob? I don't know. Was, well, I grew up um, sort of parents wanting me to play tennis, um, which I did and enjoyed. But there was so much more camaraderie and teammanship yeah. within a game of yeah. netball and a bit more fun, I think, yeah. than, than tennis. Yeah. So and where, where did you grow up? In, 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 in Newtown, in, in Geelong. Newtown. Yeah. And, and where'd you go to school? Uh, Fines Park Primary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah um, prior to that, Chilwell. Um, I went to Fines Park when it opened, I think, many, those many years ago. Yeah, we don't need to know when. No. We're going to Google it, though. <laughs> and um, then Belmont High School. Belmont High. Oh, yeah. it's two guests in a row that we've had from Belmont High. Yeah. Cornsey yeah. went there for three months. Yeah, well, I knew <laughs> Cornsey. He was a great mate of, or a good friend of my brother's. Um, right, there you so go. I've known him since he was about 14, 15, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And how'd you go at school? What were you like? What kind of I, I went all right, but I was a bit naughty. Oh, were you? Mm. What's that so, mean? What's a bit naughty mean? Well... I don't want to say You're too much. You got in trouble. Oh, wow. You got in trouble. Why? Are they still looking for you for something, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, yeah, I just didn't settle into the schooling like I probably should have. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were too many other things to do. Yeah? At school, yeah. you mean? Or just... Outside school. Outside school. Outside of school. Yeah, yeah. Your interests were directed somewhere else rather than yes. your school work. Yeah. yeah. I can feel that. I can understand <laughs> that. Yeah. I was, like, oh, I was a little bit the same, like, you know. You know, when I was at school, when I was finishing off my later years of school, I was more interested in going to footy training and, and playing footy on a Saturday. And then, you know, if, you, if you're playing senior football in, when you're 16 or 17, you don't get asked for ID in the pub. So yeah. take advantage of that. And then it's a bit hard to go to school on a Monday. But, um, I'm, I'm quite safe to say that because my children won't listen to me on this podcast, so they won't know. Oh, talk they won't, talk yeah. to them about that. And, and then what did you do when you left school? Um, I started, I did fashion for a while at the Gordon. Didn't really get into that like I thought I would. Uh, and after that I went to, I was dental nurse for uh, 10 years, 10, 12 years. Is that with oh. Dr Blood? That's right. I remember. I used to go to that dentist. Did you? And I remember you yeah. being the dental assistant there. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that was me. That <laughs> was, I reckon that must have been the early 70s, uh, mid-70s. Yeah, yeah. Been. Right about then. Mm. Yeah. Is that in Rory Street? Yeah, in Rory Street up that little arcade. Yeah, it was, above yeah. that Above that little arcade. Yeah. There's a yeah. sign above the, above and, the arcade. And I'll tell you what, Dr. I, can, I can also tell you what the receptionist's name was there too. Helen Webb. Helen Webb, great friend of mine, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, uh, I, I know her son Jamie very well. Okay. Yeah, played a lot of footy against him and played a bit of cricket with him. So yeah. Webb he's in, cri- cricket in the Fire Brigade over at Ocean Grove. Yeah. Mm, there you go. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and where'd you meet Steve? How'd you meet Steve? 
um, I met him down at uh, the Ozone pub one Friday night, I think. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what struck you about him? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were just uh, yeah. His charming wit. His charming wit. Yes. Yeah. Because you were always great mates, and you were together for a long time. We were. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and you know, uh, when you think about it, there's there probably are a few husband and wife life members at the footy club. Um, yep. And Robin and Steve, uh, uh, in my memory, um, that I can rem- I can remember you as as young people. Um, mm. and, and as players who went on and, and got life membership, um, whereas some of the others that are husband and wife life members, when I first got to the club, they were already old people and I had no idea, I do now better, but I had no idea of their history in those days. So, so yeah, that's... Um, so, when Steve and you got together, who would you say was the calming effect on the other one? Did you did you calm Steve a little bit, or did I Steve think that calm might have him? Been the way I think I calmed Steve. Yeah, Steve didn't calm you down or anything like that. Not no, really. No, okay. Yeah, no, I just sort of thought. Were, were you, <laughs> is that is that because you were beyond calming? You <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be calmed you were that while. <laughs> no, I think I was more the easygoing one in the yeah, in yeah. the couple yeah. there. <laughs> how did how does the World Masters Games come about? What. Because you said you played a lot of Masters, but what's the World Masters game? Well, it was um, straight after the Olympics, and they were having the World Masters competition, and it happened to be in Melbourne. So we, a Geelong Geelong team, Geelong associated team, got together and went up there and had a ball for a week. It was fantastic. It was a bit like they have, um, if I recall correctly, and, and. Correct me if I'm wrong. The it was similar to um, the disabled Olympics that they'd have. You know, they'd have the Olympics and then they have the disabled Olympics following, and then they have World Masters Games, which is a similar thing for the older generation that can't compete in the Olympics. And then they used to have the other one that the name slips me, but it was the firefighters and police games, oh, yeah, the, the yeah. similar sort of thing. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, and they have the different, um, you know, all, all the same sort of sports as the Olympics, um, but in an older format. Yeah. Obviously, netball's not an Olympic sport, though. So. I Commonwealth think it's Games, Commonwealth I Games, think it definitely has. Yeah. 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 So definitely the Commonwealth Games. Yep. And how did you go in them? In the in the games, uh, I'm pretty sure we played Division One, and we we ended up about fifth, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Pl- playing international teams. Yeah, yeah. well, there was one from um, New Zealand, but they, they were, were Australians. They were all no, no, no. They were pretty old, and yeah. yeah, we were much more competitive. Let's say oh, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't okay. think it's a, I don't think it's so much a representative team. It's more no. of a, a yeah. group gets together and says we're from Australia, and yeah. So um, but I'd we did play sort of a state team, which was fantastic. Uh, Simone McInnes was in it. Oh, so right. Yeah. Wow. That would be a pretty high level win. Be fairly competitive. Some, yeah, there were some great teams there. Can't believe the height of some of the women, you know. It's just 
we were dwarfed most yeah. of the time. Yeah. So you played a lot of, uh, mostly as a defender. Yeah. And yeah. you imagine that every every club's got a couple of hot shooters. Who were the Who were some of the the um, girls that you played on against other at, at the other clubs that over the years that have been really really struck you as being difficult opponents or. Oh, there was a couple from Drysdale, and to be honest, I can't recall their names. Yeah. Um, Tracy Thorley from Ocean Grove. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was always very difficult to play with. And Julie Williamson, when she played for Ocean Grove, yeah. and before she came over to Bowen yeah. Heads, was also pretty hard to play against. Yeah. The Torquay girls, they were all pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Besides Bowen Heads' run in the 90s, it was a really even competition, wasn't it? You know, there wasn't the easy beats continually every year you're going to beat them because, you know, Port Arlington have a run and be really strong and then Queenscliff would have a run and be really strong and then Anglesey and, you know, Torquay's always been up there. But it's always different teams rotating around. You know, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, they always so, did. Drysdale yeah. was, you know, the one to beat there yep. for a while. Yep. Um, yeah, and it just everybody has their turn sort of thing through recruiting or I suppose the their junior program or something like that. But, um, the other thing, we, we touched on it before, but that 90% shoot, is, is that a thing that actually exists? The girls, yeah. is, that, is no, that something that they no keep idea. a stat on? Yeah, they do. They do. Probably. Well, at club yeah, level. They do. Would they do that at club oh. level? No, they, I'm pretty sure I've seen it at like, as, a, as a league stat. Yeah. The, you'll, you'll have the netball... Uh, goal shooters list, you know, like the football goal kickers list, and it'll say you've shot 580 goals at, you know, 80 percent. Um, I actually remember scoring for my daughter in netball a few years ago, and you would write down how many goals they scored and how many shots they had. Oh, there you go. Yep. So yeah, it is an actual thing. Nine out of ten. Maybe yeah. one out of ten. Oh, <laughs> two out of ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you find it that difficult, did you? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I was pretty lucky if I got one in, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Nipper. Now, I don't claim to be an A student, but I'm trying to be for maybe by being an A student, baby. I can win your love for me. What did you learn today, Russell? Oh, Teddy, I learned a couple of things. Um, but probably the thing I learned today is probably the thing I have wondered about for perhaps at least the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. And that is, Robin was a calming influence on Steve. <laughs> I always wondered what settled him down, and it was Robin. And I've always wondered that. So, um, uh, yeah, and now I know. I thought it might have been the other way around. Steve oh, calmed yeah. Robin, but no, yeah. Robin, yeah, corrected me, and it was Robin who calmed Steve. There you go. That's something yeah. to learn. Yes. What, what did I, you learn, Teddy? Well, what I learned was that Robin was a naughty girl at school, so mm. naughty that she can't tell us any of the stories. <laughs> Terrible. Which is... Something that we're not used to because people on this show love yeah. to tell their naughty stories. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And she actually did use the word naughty. Yeah. She didn't say 
evil. My mother was naughty when she was at school, she told me. Oh, really? Yes, I, I can't believe yeah. that. Oh, no, yes. seriously. She got in big story. trouble for running a book on the school bus for the Melbourne <laughs> Cup. <laughs> and, yeah, she got, she got in a fair bit of trouble. I don't know how much money which she made out of it. Yeah, but, I um, did that. Yeah, on the, uh, on the old school bus to Matthew Flinders back in the... Uh, Back in the 50s. My goodness. Yes. Well, there you go. I never would have thought there Dawn you would have yeah, You've learnt something today too, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. She was also so Dawn Highland was one of the first bookmakers on the school bus. <laughs> to Matthew Flinders. There we go. Who, well. was, who would have been the bookmaker on our school bus? Oh, it would have to be Andy Lewis, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Are you St Joey's boys? You are. I'm a St Joey's boy. I'll go to the reunions. Russell, Russell just comes to reunions. <laughs> we we had a very very lovely weekend, lovely evening one night when I had to go and pick Paul Lewis up from from the um, Barn Club Hotel, and Russell was there, and um, and uh, he ran inside to get his jacket, and when he got in, when when he was inside, Paul said to me. Let's kidnap him. So we did and took him to the reunion <laughs> <laughs> and, and snuck him past a bloke who was dead. There's three blokes on the door and checking you your names off. I knew two of them. Yeah. So <laughs> went to the third one and we, yeah, we came up. Someone, it was someone Smith, I think. And we, and then we walked, in, walked in the door and Leo French went, you didn't go to St. Joey's. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Robin... Thank you very much for coming along tonight. Um, as I said to Nipper, netball is something um, with which we're not super familiar, um, but it is a huge part of the footy club and the, and, and the netball club, uh, which are together now. It's a huge part of the history of the club. It's a huge part of the success of the club over many years, especially that, that period in the 90s, which surely has to rival the... And in fact, yeah. surpasses the four, in, uh, three in a row, doesn't it? Absolutely, um, and and should be celebrated in a similar fashion, I think. And per- perhaps the because uh, the netballers just quietly do what the netballers do; they don't make a big fuss. Um, there should be a bit more said about that, and a bit more done. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. done to to make a fuss of it. I don't think there'd be any other clubs have done it in the league. No, no. I doubt it. Oh, oh Drysdale might have at one yeah. stage in the early. Yeah. The early, very early 80s, yeah. yeah, they were very, very strong in the early 80s. Have to have a look 80s. at that. We might have to look that we up. Might to, we might have to Google yeah. that. Google, Google that, yeah. Mm. So it's fantastic that you've come along and given us a bit of insight into that. Obviously, you were a great player at our club and a person um, who can probably be put into the category of stalwart. Which is stalwart. It doesn't sound like a very <laughs> nice like thing, I'm a but frog. it is. It, it is a, stalwart just means somebody who sticks around and has been part of the fabric of the club, and that's absolutely true in my yeah. time at the club. Absolutely, you know, both both on and off the field, and yes. you know, as a um, you know, what, what's that old saying? Behind every great man, there is a greater woman, you know, yeah. and um, Robin's packed. Packed them off with their football gear or their lunch for a long time. You know, husband Steve and her sons Mark and Billy. So uh, she's made sure that they've got their boots polished and their socks and shorts and jumpers clean and their hair combed. And, um, yeah. 
Wow. I don't know. I think Bill really often had to be reminded about his boots. Oh. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Bill, one morning, where were we? Teasdale. We had to leave oh. Sunday morning. We had to leave at, I think, 6.37, something yeah. like that, to get to Bill. the game. Billy, have you got your boots? Oh. Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> Another five minutes. Well, <laughs> and you got out there and he didn't have his no, boots. No, he didn't have his boots. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, that's fantastic. I was furious. Yeah. I was really cranky that day. Anyway, he managed to scrounge a pair from the other team. And oh, God. That's gold, that is. That's, <laughs> that's absolute gold. I'll tell you what, if, if Robin had told that story before we asked, what did you learn today, we yeah. wouldn't have learned anything from that story. No. <laughs> Nothing, because... It's exactly what we expect from Bill Still. Yeah. Exactly. He's a fantastic. He's becoming a stalwart himself, Bill. Really? He's a. Whenever I there's a there's a Facebook page called the Resi's, the yes. Resi's footballer. Yep. Whenever I look at that page, I think Bill. Yes. Oh, he's, that's he's, nice. He is the, <laughs> he is the, the quintessential. Couldn't be a better bloke to be captain of that of the footy yeah. club at reserves level. He's he's good enough to play. Senior footy, if he really put his mind to it and worked his absolute yeah. butt off, but he's happy playing in the seconds. He's won a couple of seconds, best and fairest yeah, too. So done, mm. done really he's, uh, well. Celebrated a fair bit of success. And Ho- hopefully, at the end of the year, he'll get some silverware. Yes, that would be yeah. nice, that wouldn't would it? Would be nice at the yeah. moment. They're tracking yeah. along beautifully for that. Long overdue too. Yeah. It is long overdue. Yes, I'd be happy to pass that mantle on to to the boys there and um, let them. Take it for the next 26 years or 27 <laughs> years now. Good 28. Yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah, we missed another year. Yeah, we missed, time, missed Since that, 93. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Anyway, Fantastic. Nipper, I reckon it's time for you to do your thing. Thank you, Doug. Pick up your ass, pick up your glass, stop your talking and start your walking. You don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. You forgot that then. You nearly forgot that. I know. <laughs> oh, well done. As I started to say it, I thought, have I left a line out the front of this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I do say, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Yeah, every time. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. pick up your ass, pick up your glass, stop your talking and start your walking. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> here we go. Well done, ladies. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Thanks very guys. much. Thanks, Thank everyone, for listening. Much. Thanks again to the Beach House for having yep. us. And uh, we, I think we uh, we uh, interrupted someone's job interview over there. Yeah, well, we didn't make that much noise, and they yeah, were pretty well into it. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. So thanks a lot, and uh, we'll catch you at the next episode. Cheerio. See you later. You say cheerio, not me. Cheerio. As stated at the beginning, it is hardly possible to overstate the contribution that netball makes to the fabric of the club and therefore to the fabric of the community of Barwon Heads. Robin is a fabulous example of the dedication and passion that the netballers show for our club and her contribution is quite frankly immense. 
We hope that she also inspires the netballers to come on the podcast and tell their stories because we want to tell the story of the entire club and all of its participants' contributions. Thanks again to Robin, to Nipper, to The Beach House for hosting us and to you guys for listening. Stay well, stay safe and I'll see you on the hill soon. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And time is called and we must piss off.